Welcome to the Accidental Guru Radio Show with your host, international speaker, trainer, and author, Dob Barron. The Accidental Guru Show, where fun and practical solutions partner up to get you from under your potential and unleash the leader within you, giving you the best solid success solutions. And now, here's the elite mind strategist himself, Dob Barron. Each one of you wants you need. Hello to you, my beautiful and vivacious and delicious listener, wherever you are in the world on this fabulous free day morning. Yes, whatever day it is of the week, wherever you are tuned in from, it's always a free day because it's a new day. It's a new dawn and it's a new way of looking at your life and your ability to lead and succeed. And maybe, just maybe, a new way of discovering what it takes for you to have a deeply loving relationship. Thank you for joining us. My name is Dov Barron. And for the next hour, I'm your host here on the Accidental Guru Radio Show, broadcasting on Telstar Satellite and KWRM 106.9 FM. That's HD3. We're broadcasting out of Seattle, and yes, we're in HD because we've been digitally enhanced for your listening pleasure. We're also broadcasting out around the world on contacttalkradio.com. Right now in homes and offices around the world, there are people just like you who are salivating like a rockweiler over a pork chop at the prospect of getting their teeth into the juicy mind morsels of meat that we've got for you here on today's show. Do you have friends and family who are dragging their butt through each day looking for reasons to turn off the idiot box and tune into a high-energy, high-value talk radio show? Well, go drag them out of their chair, grab them out of their bed, pull off the sheets, boot them in the bum. I know it may only be the crack of noon, but do what it takes. Go tell them to wrap their ears around our big, beautiful signal and subscribe to the show. Because today's show is going to light a fire, you got it, under their nether regions. Seriously, before we take even another moment, go tell your friends, tune in. And then we can begin to unleash the leader within you. And right here on the Accidental Guru Radio Show, we can start showing you how to have better quality relationships. And remember, we're always having relationships, even in business. That being said, every week I get a notice telling me where people are tuned in from. And, of course, many of you write to me on my blog at DoveBaron.com, on our Facebook fan page, on Twitter, and, of course, on RadioDove.com to tell me where you're listening in from and, very often, the lovely little outfit you're wearing as well. So let me greet our friends from around the world, wherever you are in the world. Welcome. To our listeners in Germany, guten Tag. To our friends back in the old England, hello, chips, jolly good, lovely to have you with us. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. And 
to our Aussie mates. G'day, mate. We hope you're doing all right. Lovely job. Anyway, to our listeners around the world, we're honored that you take the time to be here with us on the intimate space each Friday. From me to all of you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hello, hello, hello. And now on to today's show de jour. It's a little different because today's show is the second part of a two-part series about love. Yes, love. Love, relationships, and the mental, emotional viruses that we're either consciously or unconsciously spreading in those relationships. Today, once again, I sit in my ionized studio joined by my honored guest. This guest is... As I mentioned before, my favorite guest of all time. But more about her in a moment. Again, it is with our deepest sincerity that I want to ask you, have you ever sat around wondering if it's actually possible to have a deeply loving and respectful relationship without having to sell a piece of your soul or compromise yourself up the yin-yang? Well, in this two-part, or the second part of the two-part series... It's about having the kind of relationships you want. Now, don't worry, don't worry if you missed part one. This show will stand alone. And you, guess what? You can always go back and listen to show one in this particular two-part series by going back to RadioDove.com or going onto iTunes and listening to the replay. Once again, I want to ask you what you think your life would be like if you could actually eradicate the relational habits, and the sabotage from the way you do relationship. What would happen if you remove the emotional dis-ease that pollutes just about every relationship you've ever had? And by the way, you are not alone in this. How do you feel if you got rid of those things? How do you feel it would impact the quality of your life as a whole? Well, you, dear listener, are once again in for a treat, because today my guest and I are going to take you on a guided tour through relationship viruses and what you can do to remove them from your relationships. I can assure you that we've got some very juicy morsels for your sophisticated mental and emotional and relational palate, and we want to give you every last crumb, every last morsel. As always, today's show promises to titillate your neurons. As you know, for you and everyone that you're meeting who's tuned into our show, I like to wear something special for each and every one of our shows because it's important to do so. And I know that you often have slipped into something rather lovely yourself. In fact, I'm visualizing it as I'm here right now about what kind of a lovely little ensemble you might be wearing. Of course, I was looking for something special to wear for today. And as you know, in part one of the series, I wore a doctor's outfit because we were dealing with emotional viruses. But now I'm realizing that really we have to get in there and actually exterminate these viruses. So, yes, I've got on thigh-length rubber boots because I've got to wade in as uh, to find these viruses and dig them out. I've got a little mask on. And uh, some breathing apparatus, a tank on my back, and a spray in hand to spray them down. Now, what am I wearing besides the rubber boots, the mask, and the spray in hand? Well, dear listener, that's going to be up to you to fill with your imagination. But what I will tell you is it's red and it's shiny. Yes, indeed. 
My partner today on today's show is the doctor of love herself. And on top of being my yummy guest here in the studio today with me, she is her beauty is overwhelming. Her ability to really tune in and get down to what needs to be done is absolutely amazing. Dear listener, I can tell you that today we want to get you into the peak of relationship health because whether you know it or not, whether you're trying to do it or not, you are always in some kind of relationship. The question is, what kind of relationship are you in? Throughout these f- the first of these two shows, we talked about relationship viruses, and we're going to continue to do that. We're going to do our best to get you in fabulous relationship shape. Dear one, by the end of this little jaunt through your folds of your neocortex today, it is our intention that you have some powerful tools for recognizing relationship viruses and eradicating them. So just removing them from your being. And as I mentioned to you last time, we're not talking about the kind of viruses that need penicillin or a swab. We are going to do our best to assist you in removing the emotional, mental viruses from your relationships so that you can have the quality of relationship that you've dreamed of. I'm going to say it again. I want you to stop treating yourself like you're one of the sheep. As a discerning listener of this show, you know that you deserve love in its full glory. Remember, you're a diamond, and I want you to let your light shine for the full value of who you are. And know this, that you deserve deeply loving relationships. So, right now, stop doing all that crap that distracts you. Stop doing all of it. Stop doing any of that kind of nonsense that distracts you at all. Sit down, get out a pen, get out your journal, and let's have some you and me time. During the show, as always, we will be solution-oriented. However, as you know, we'll always have a large serving of the jolly stuff. During the upcoming hour, we will do our very best to assist you in getting the most practical, applicable solutions, getting you out of stuck and into massive success action, giving you the very best solid success solutions. Now, once again, let me introduce our guest for the second of our two-part series on the subject of relationship viruses. Our guest is Renuka Barron. Renuka transported herself into my life in 1996 like a ninja on a mission. I was not expecting her, nor was I looking for anyone, or actually her or anyone at all. We had chatted on the phone a few times before meeting, and then when I met her... Her beauty was overwhelming. Not just her external beauty, which was considerable, but her inner beauty. You see, she was bright, kind, and open-minded. And over the years, I've come to know that she is way more of all these things than I could have ever imagined. And a whole lot more. After completing her practicum in counseling in 2004, Renuka became my business partner and co-facilitator of the Quantum Soulmates programs, which are all about relationships, all kinds of relationships, whether your business relationships, the relationships you have with family, and of course, your primary romantic relationships. Renuka is known in the workshop world as the laser beam, her ability to hone in on what's blocking someone, go to the core of it as the stuff legends are made of. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me 
Welcome the lovely, the delicious, the brilliant, the inspiring woman of my dreams, my co-facilitator, my life partner, and my business partner, the woman I still drool after, Ranuka Baron. <laughs> the crowd goes wild, Ranuka. Hello. Oh, I like wild crowds. As opposed to dead ones. <laughs> That's right. That's good to hear. Well... Guess what? It's that moment again. So, as always, our listeners are going to be waiting with bated breath for all your wonderful relationship nuggets that you're going to share over the next hour. And we're very honored that you've joined us once again here in the intimate space. So, once again, we're going to get to know some of your intimate bits. So, in the tradition of the show, Renuka, we're going to once again ask you to share what someone might not, the general people might not know about you as this is the intimate space. Something that someone might not know about you. Well, since I was on the show last week and I had to come up with something on the fly, um, I thought about this one again, and I really had to consider what do people uh, not know about me because it seems like uh, pretty open about all of the things that most people can be secretive about. Mm -hmm. But I think something people may not know about me is that I wake up in the middle of the night to make to-do lists. <laughs> to make to-do lists? <laughs> yes. Okay, and would one of the things on that list be to go back to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> some, not usually. <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. Maybe you should put that... Maybe I should start off with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big one to put on the list. Uh, things to do. Go back to sleep within 10 minutes. <laughs> do not stay up an hour. Right. That would be a good one. I'll have to make a note of that. <laughs> you should definitely add that to your list, mate. So, last time on on first part of these two uh, two part series, we were talking about relationship viruses, which we're going to continue talking about. And I want to just um, would you mind just doing a quick review of of what we covered, just headlines of what we covered in the last show and some of the viruses we talked about, and then we can go on to some more of the viruses and really help our listener to recognize those viruses and actually eradicate them and really question why you're applying them into your relationships. So first of all, uh, maybe you can fill your listeners in and what a relationship virus is. Okay. So a relationship virus, uh, you know, like with a normal virus, if you think about what a virus is, a virus is something that compromises your system. It obviously makes you unwell, makes you unhealthy. And a relationship virus is pretty much the same thing in that it's it's a behavior, it's a thought process, it's a, a language pattern, it's the, a way of operating in your relationship that has a viral effect in that it compromises the health of the of the relationship, it, it undermines the, the vitality of the relationship, and eventually, actually, um, many of the viruses, certainly as a combination, will take down the relationship, will actually kill the relationship. So that's why we talk about them as, as relational viruses, because they actually become, you know, when you get a virus, very often the symptoms of it do not show up until later. They, they show up a little bit later on, and, and it's because it's gotten into your system. And what we talk about with the relationship viruses is that a lot of it's so unconscious that you end up doing it without even knowing it's there, and it compromises the system. So let's just do a quick rundown of some of the ones we covered last time before we move on. Okay, well, I'm just going to give you the headings of the ones we covered last time because I believe that... Uh, anyone who wants to listen to your show from the past yep. 
can go and listen to it on your website. Is on RadioDove.com. You can go back and listen to the archive. Yes, yeah, so uh, because I don't have time to go into these nope. ones, we want to add to what we, uh, what we did last time. So um, several of the viruses we covered in the last show were, were scorekeeping. Keeping score of, of who did what, whether I did good or whether I did bad, and keeping this account book. Yes, of of what the other person, what mm-hmm. your partner has been doing. Yeah. Fault finding, mm-hmm. which seems clear enough. <laughs> it's yeah, another word for that is nitpicking. <laughs> <laughs> nitpicking and and again, you know, all of these viruses go hand in hand. So you nitpick and you score keep. Sure. Um, my way or no way. Right. And and that in the simplest form is that this obsessive need to be right about the way you do things in relationship, which automatically, of course, makes your partner wrong. Focusing on superficial and trivial topics that have nothing to do with really the relationship. Right. So we talked about in that one how many couples, particularly after they've been together a long time, are actually avoiding their own relationship. So they talk about the weather and the kids and whatever else it is would never actually get down to any of the nitty-gritty and of course it eats the relationship away not forgiving your partner for uh, uh, after you have actually received a genuine apology mm-hmm. and we're talking about you know apologies not something that is a relationship breaker or no. uh, we're talking about you know small things that may have caused you pain right and uh, you have received a genuine apology, but not forgiving the partner. Right, so carrying a grudge. I, and another relationship virus is in, uh, inadequacy, feeling inadequate to your partner. And uh, that leads to feeling like a victim or a martyr. Right. So anytime you're making them so much better than you, you're playing out that you're, in, you're inadequate in some way and that you are a victim or a martyr of a situation or a circumstance, and it, it eats away at the relationship. Getting too comfortable. Yeah, we finished on that one last time, which was getting too comfortable. The dangers of getting too comfortable, taking your relationship for granted in any way, shape, or form undermines the relationship. So those are the ones we covered in, in part one of this two-part series. We're going to get into some more of those in a moment. I'm going to take a break our first commercial break and then when we come back we're going to get into some more of these relationship viruses and the challenges they cause and what it is you can do about them see you in a moment don't listen to this Unless you want more money. People have all kinds of ridiculous ideas about what it takes to achieve vast amounts of wealth and success. Consistently, those ideas are dead wrong. Think about it. What you've been told about creating wealth has likely been from those who did not, do not, or ever likely to have it. In his book, Don't Read This Unless You Want More Money, Dov Barron collapses your old money myths and shows you how to tap into your unique value, even if you don't know what it is yet. As you turn each page of this book, Dov Barron will walk you through a process that will have them banging down your door to give you money. Don't read this unless you want more money. Subconscious Tactics of the Truly Affluent is a guaranteed bestseller you'll want to buy for friends and read over and over again. Go to www.don'treadthisbook.com forward slash money. Get your copy today. 
Did you know that you can rate this show on iTunes? The show you're listening to right now. It's true. You can leave your thoughts about the show, the topic, the guest. You can even leave a suggestion. Then, before you leave, rate the show. The hosts love hearing from you, so next time you download this show from iTunes, leave your thoughts and rate the show for the host and for others. Welcome back. This is Dov Barron, host of The Accidental Guru. I'm here today with my guest, Renuka Barron. Um, Renuka is my co-facilitator in a program we teach on relationships. Actually, we teach several programs on relationships um, that go under a common name at this point called Quantum Soulmates. And today, she's my guest in the studio as, as part of a second part of a two-part series on relationship viruses, the viruses of relationship. And these are the mental, emotional behaviors and thought processes we put into a relationship that actually undermine the quality of the relationship. And just before the break, we did a quick summary of the things that we had covered in uh, part one of this series. And now we want to move forward into looking further into these relationship viruses and what you can do about removing them from your relationships, and, and again, I want to reiterate to you that we're not just, if you're thinking, well, it doesn't count for me because I'm not in a primary relationship, mate, you're always in a relationship. It doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship with your kids or your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad or the people you work with, your boss, your employees. We're all in relationship constantly. So, Renuka, give us another one of these relationship viruses and tell us a little bit about it. Well, another big relationship virus is that feeling that that notification uh, one gives to themselves is giving up. So what that means is, you know, let's just pretend that um, that uh, your partner is bugging you in some way and uh, is doing something that is a behavior that is upsetting. So, for example, leaving the toilet seat up. Yep. And you have asked in the past to from your partner to put the toilet seat down but you know in a way that doesn't sound so good to the partner and they just don't do it right okay uh, and so as a result you stop asking and you just give up so it's not the thing about this is it's we are, we are talking about giving up on the relationship but it, it actually also means giving up on what matters to you Yes, giving up and then again compromising. Because it's compromised, right? And so, you know, and the problem, of course, arises uh, because the you know people just don't have the tools to communicate properly. Mm -hmm. They didn't grow up with the tools to ask for what they need in a way that actually the person can hear what it is that you need from them, rather than just uh, trying to sound like it's a, a form of control. Right. So that, that's an important one, giving up, uh, uh, you know, to reiterate there is the giving up on, on what really matters to you and what's really important to you. And, you know, you see that all the time in relationships, that the people just get lost. They give up on themselves. But also the other side of it is just giving up on the relationship rather, you know, forgetting that 
you've got to put everything into a relationship. I mean, one of the things we talked about, I think it was on our original show that we did together a long time ago on the five foundations of relationship. And we talked about that relationship goes through different phases. And, and if you get to that place where you're giving up because you're just not putting in the effort anymore, you, you know, you've got this crazy idea, which most of us grew up with, by the way, that relationship is 50-50. Well, if you're only 50-50 in it, then you're, you're not really in it. And it's 100-100. So it's, not a, it's about not giving up on the relationship. And the, the, the counter of that, which I think is important, which is knowing when to give up. Yes, it is important to know that. Yeah. That, uh, you know, it's not the responsibility of one person to hold up a relationship. No, but it is the responsibility of the person to be fully, totally present in the relationship, right? That's right. So that's another relationship virus that really gets to us. There's another one, and, and that is if you become the attacker. And by the way, again, I'm going to remind you, I hope you got your journal and you got your pen and you're taking notes on this because this is very valuable for you. And and a lot of this stuff, as I said, is unconscious. You don't even think about it because you just got trained by watching other people do relationships that this stuff is okay. So one of them is becoming the attacker, turning yourself into the attacker, always on the attack. Again, it, all these tie in. So it's kind of like part of that fault finding, nitpicking, but it's actually a more aggressive version of that is always attacking the other person, always assuming that they've got it in for you, so you're going to get at them first. Okay, and we are moving on to the next one. Go ahead. To the passive-aggressive partner. Okay, so, so tell us what passive-aggressive means. Explain that. Because I know some people sometimes struggle with passive-aggressive, what that means. Well, it really means is that you... Actually, controlling a partner without uh, being direct. So, um, so comments like, um, "Oh, I guess I'll have to do that too." Mm -hmm. That's that is actually an attack, but it's passive, and right. it actually falls into a few other categories of playing the victim, and you know, yeah, the victim like, and the martyr and all those things. And like we said, each one of these, it's, it's fascinating. As we've taught these over the years, I mean, as we went through them when we originally designed them years and years ago, but as we've gone through them, we've really seen how absolutely tied to each other they are and how interweaved they are, right? Yeah, and, you know, we did play some of these out at, to some extent. <laughs> oh, we would never have done that. <laughs> See, so that's the thing. We didn't is, want to become an expert in the, in keeping the viruses. No, so that's you know that's the whole point. Like I said to you, you probably don't even know you've been doing these, um, and we really had to examine them, and we had to remove them from our relationship. Um, over all these years, you know, they still, you know, the, like any virus, it wants to come back. And you have to be fairly diligent about making sure they don't come back. One of the new, one of the other viruses is to be constantly reviewing history. So again, this ties back into scorekeeping, back into many of the others, but it is slightly different, and that's constantly reviewing history. So if your partner does something great, you review history and go, yeah, but you know, they have not done that very often. They usually do this, which is the bad thing. Or, or reviewing history, which is another interesting relationship virus you might be applying to yourself. And what I mean by that is reviewing history in the positive. So your partner's an absolute 
what's, what's a nice way of saying it? Uh, partner, <laughs> douchebag. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. It's similar, but not the same. Uh, and and treats you very, very, very poorly in all kinds of ways. And then you are every time it happens, and they apologize and you know and beg you for forgiveness and all the rest of it. But the behavior doesn't change. But you use that to to re- constantly review history about all the wonderful things they did, which might be four things that you just constantly run over and over again to keep yourself in a dysfunctional or unhealthy relationship. So that's where that virus, the constantly reviewing history, can affect you. The other side of it is how you do it with a partner. Well, you know, one of the ways people review history in a relationship is not sometimes even to do with their own history. So let's just say, you know, we're talking about me and you, and uh-huh. I find out something uh, either through you or somebody from your past or your friends about your previous relationships uh-huh. and um, and allow that history to come into our relationship and pop that into a conversation or use it as a method to attack or, uh, or project the future outcome of our relationship. So, so reviewing your partner's history yes. in order to use that as a weapon against them. That's correct. Wow, that, that's really good insight. Thank you. That's a really good one. I want to go into another relationship virus uh, that I think is massively common. Uh, I am old enough and have been around the industry long enough to remember clearly the birth of the term soulmates, which was a very late 70s sort of thing when people started talking about soulmates. And I think one of the relationship viruses is to hold the myth that if you find your soulmate, you'll you'll be together forever, that you're just going to be together forever. And I think that this is a massive virus, again, because it can certainly contribute to staying in a dysfunctional relationship. And although we're certainly not in any way advocating that it's okay to walk away from a relationship without being fully present and having done everything you can. But at the same time, we're not advocating that you stay in relationship because you think you've met your soulmate and therefore you have to put up with any old crap for the rest of your life. Well, you know, as as much as the viruses that we've spoken to about up until this point, those viruses actually come from the beliefs that we may have adopted from from our previous environment from teachings from uh experiences and and that is a, the myth of the fact that soulmates when you found your soulmate you'll be t- together forever and that is actually a myth that people have taken on as a belief mm-hmm. and then work from that and adopt viruses into the relationship. Well, I think that the viruses in very very oftentimes actually sustain the myths, right? Yes. They they keep the myths in place and and you know, we'll go in and out of talking about some of the myths because it's important to see. Well, the well, keeping the belief of the myth, say like, like the one we just talked about that soulmates, soulmates will forever. Yes, that soulmates will stay together forever um, and then and then allowing viruses into the relationship actually um, will confirm quite often to the partner, well, this this is probably not my soulmate. This person is not the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, if, but you know, most people, even though 
they may have these thoughts and ideas continue the relationship. Whether it's the one or not, it's it's this idea, this myth that runs the show. Uh, it's the undercurrent of of the whole virus and the fact that um, you are right and the other person is wrong mm-hmm. and they're not the one and. Uh, this is not your soulmate, and so you know it just. It's, well, I think there's a whole bunch. Cycle. I think there's a whole. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a dysfunctional cycle, and I think there's a whole bunch of myths that go hand in hand with this, which I don't know if we're going to get time to go into. But one of the myths that goes along with the one you're just talking about, and I want to just sort of sidebar for a moment, and, and that is that there's only one soulmate for you. Six and a half billion people on the planet, and you've only got one soulmate. Does that make any sense to you? There isn't even an equal ratio of men to women, and it doesn't include people whose sexual orientation is not heterosexual. So it's kind of a crazy idea. So of course you don't have one soulmate. There's many soulmates. And the person who is, for instance, your best friend is a soulmate. The person you're most connected to, it, it, who you maybe have no sexual relations with, is a soulmate. It's somebody you uh, connect with at that deepest soulful level. Of course, it's not always romantic. It can be something else absolutely altogether. So let's you know start looking at some of the myths there for yourself as you do that. Um, another one of the relationship viruses... And, and maybe even a myth is that we have to be the same. We have to be identical. I remember quite often in our, not quite often, sorry. Uh, at one point in our relationship, um, it was quite early on, and and we were going to go to a meeting, and we were dating at the time. We weren't living together, and um, I showed up at your doorstep with a red jacket and you know it was a suit but I, it had a red jacket mm-hmm. and you opened the door and you in those days were a lot more flamboyant than you are these days you had on a red jacket <laughs> and you said oh my god I've got to take this off <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you've noticed there are some couples that tend to wear the same colors and at times even the same jackets or uh, <laughs> same sweatsuits. It's kind you know, of freaky, same. actually, right? <laughs> same sweatsuits. Yeah. They're going shopping down down the uh, the grocery yeah. store with the same same outfit on. It's it's the uniform oh of the God. couple. Yeah, the uniform of the relationship. Yes, we're in uniform, dear. Let's both wear our blue track pants. Yes, and so, you know, that is, that again is a myth and the virus, that yeah. you have to be identical in order to have a healthy relationship. I, I think another, I want to get into another one of the, the relationship viruses that comes from a myth, and that is that love is going to solve all your problems. I mean, I, I, I've, as a, somebody who's been a therapist for many, many years, is... Is is bumping into that issue is is so amazing for me is that some, people actually believe that when they meet that person and they fall in love all their problems will be solved everything's gonna it's like you know you're gonna you're actually not looking for a partner you're looking for a freaking magic wand and that person's got it hidden somewhere in their anatomy and they're gonna pull it out and and wave it and suddenly all your problems will be gone. Yes. 
It would be nice, but no, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. And you might even believe that for a short time. Yeah. So we'll just uh, move along to the peaceful relationship. Yeah. Once you will find the one, you will have a very peaceful relationship. It will be easy. There'll never be any conflict. No, we ne- we'll never fight. Because we get along so well. We, yes. I can't imagine us ever having a fight. And if we do, it'll only be a spat for a moment or two. And then we'll get over it and we'll kiss and we'll make up, and we'll make up sex without ever really having a fight. And we can have a psychic relationship where you can imagine what I'm thinking and finish <laughs> my sentences for me. Uh, and all of that is rather lovely in the beginning. And after a little while, one, it drives you insane as the person finishes your sentences. So that's a real relationship myth that perpetuates some of the viruses we've been talking about is, is the idea that you'll meet your soulmate, this perfect person, and then um, you'll just, it'll be peaceful forever. You're never going to really have a fight again. Another relationship myth mm-hmm. is that you cannot survive a partner who is flawed. Tell, tell us a bit about it. What, what does that mean? Well, that you have to have a perfect partner. Okay? And so... A partner who is flawed, who can't remember to uh, pick up the socks or underwear off the floor, uh, you just can't survive that. Don't you think that in many ways that that particular myth that you talk about there is really an excuse people use to, to not be in a relationship? Well, it's, it's an excuse to, of course, fault find. With the other and yeah. and then ultimately uh, keep a log of all the reasons why you might be better than the other person, mm-hmm. and therefore uh, you know feel superior and perhaps leave the relationship. Whether it's could be just an emotional uh, leaving, and at times even physical leaving, you know. Mm. So creating those kind of reasons to actually exit the relationship, whether it's uh, announced or not announced. Right. I think that's a a very good insight there. Actually, we're going to go take another break. When we come back, I'm actually going to stay with that because I think that's a really important point about people who are avoiding relationship, uh, running the illusion anyway, that they can avoid relationship. Uh, And we'll come back to that in just a moment. So we're just going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Keep your pen. Keep your journal handy. We're going to give you some more really juicy morsels before we we leave. Contact Talk Radio has strived to be well-connected. Everything from the Internet to your cell phone and now Twitter. Yes, you too can find Contact Talk Radio on Twitter. Go to twitter.com backslash CTR network and get connected to what matters to you. Don't listen to this unless you want more money. People have all kinds of ridiculous ideas about what it takes to achieve vast amounts of wealth and success. Consistently, those ideas are dead wrong. Think about it. What you've been told about creating wealth has likely been from those who did not, do not, or ever likely to have it. In his book, Don't Read This Unless You Want More Money, Dov Barrett collapses your old money myths and shows you how to tap into your unique value, even if you don't know what it is yet. 
As you turn each page of this book, Dob Barron will walk you through a process that will have them banging down your door to give you money. Don't read this unless you want more money. Subconscious Tactics of the Truly Affluent is a guaranteed bestseller you'll want to buy for friends and read over and over again. Go to www.don'treadthisbook.com forward slash money. Get your copy today. Hi, welcome back. This is Dove Barron, host of The Accidental Guru, and I'm here today with my guest, Renuka Barron. We're talking about relationship viruses and, of course, relationship myths that perpetuate those viruses. We've really gone into some powerful understanding of how these myths perpetuate the viruses and how the viruses impact us. And I really do hope that you've been taking a pen and a journal and writing these down and, and really challenging yourself to look at whether you actually have been running those. And and if you're actually already in a primary relationship, you may discover that you've both been running them, not because you want to destroy or sabotage your relationship, but really, as we were talking about, because that's just the model you've known. Now, before the break, what we were talking about is this idea that people have a myth that you can't survive a, a, a partner who has some flaws in them, there's something wrong. And, and what we were talking about is that that can be a really way a way to elevate yourself, a way to make yourself better then. And we were talking about how that can be used, uh, at least to, <laughs> to fool yourself, that um, no point in bothering. Um, for me, what I see when somebody does that is a really wounded person. I see somebody who's really hurt. Well, uh, that and that they have and they have a belief that in order to be in relationship, you and or the other person has to be perfect. Yeah. And if they're not perfect, they're not good enough. And, you know, ultimately, of course, the belief ends up being about themselves. Mm-hmm. But, but it's that search for perfection and using that as an excuse not to be in a relationship. As, and I can't, you know, I have been on the planet for many, many years. <laughs> and have <laughs> not. So like in 92. <laughs> many, many years. I have not. Uh, come across a person who is perfect <laughs> and really I, if there is such a person I don't want to meet that person because really I can't even imagine how boring that would be <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right I mean I think that that is a big piece of it that again it's a part, part of the myth that you know the right person is perfect and that you have to be perfect so a way to stay out of the relationship is that well I've got to be perfect first and I think it's it's part of something I talked about in many different shows here on the accidental guru which is this destination thinking this thinking that you know there's a place to get to and then when I'm there I've made it whether that is uh, a million bucks or a billion dollars or whether that is finding the the right person and, and I've really made it when I get there so I've it, I've got to be perfect to get there and I've got to find the perfect partner and, and you know we see this in in the media and movies and TV shows you know um, 
he's perfect or she's perfect. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of bloody pressure. Well, initially, of course, when people meet, they do feel like the other person is perfect. And really, that's a great feeling. I mean, mm. I recall that myself. Um, <laughs> that way. <laughs> anyway, um, however, you know, when the relationship progress- progresses and you choose to remain in the relationship, you know, the other stuff starts popping up and that imperfection starts showing up. Yeah. And one of the things that I've learned from you that you say in your programs is that, you know, uh, that we don't have a perfect relationship. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And that we are perfectly imperfect. Mm -hmm. And so that's what makes us (laughs) so great. And the fact that we're willing to accept that and work from that. Well, I think that by understanding that and coming at our relationship from that place, it also um, stops us from being complacent. What do you think? I mean, I think it challenges us to to step up and grow and continue to grow. Yes, because a perfect person does has no room to maneuver. That is, they've topped out. Well, I think that if you're in a relationship with somebody who's perfect, I mean, really think about it for a moment. If you met someone who's perfect. How long would it take before you felt massively inadequate? Oh, not long. Right. About, about, you know, it might be really wonderful to be with this saintly being for a very short period of time. But within that short period of time, you'd also realize how it would just make it glaring how you were imperfect. So by getting away from this myth that you've got to be perfect or they've got to be perfect and actually start to, to understand that no one's there. There is no destination. It's all a process. I think that, that changes the way you approach relationship dramatically. Yes. So, you know, after we've taken the last show and this show to discuss viruses mm-hmm. and myths, what what are we supposed to do with this? What? So what? You know, there's these viruses and maybe your listener has recognized they may be playing out some of the viruses and have adopted some of the myths we've discussed. Mm-hmm. So what are they to do with that besides the fact that they've received awareness about them? Antibiotics. So immunization. <laughs> well, the last time I checked my vaccine kit did not have that one labeled. Oh, no, I guess it didn't. It was. Uh, it needs something else. Well, oh, by the way, you forgot to ask me what I'm wearing today. Oh yeah, I did forget to ask you what you're wearing. Please, please I know. Tell. I know. You said please you were wearing listener. some sort of a red shiny thing. Well, I'm wearing a coat today, a faux fur coat because it's 15 degrees less here than it was than when we did a show. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and with my fur coat, and I don't seem to have that. Um, vaccine ready for your listener <laughs> so besides uh, besides getting vaccinated what other solution can you offer well you know listener? the thing that i say and, and you mentioned it there but the thing that i say all the time is is you can't change anything until you become aware of it and i know i understand that we all want a solution, and, and I'm happy to help you with that. But the bottom line is that you can't actually deal with anything unless you develop an awareness of it. And so some of these things we've been talking about, you may have not even been aware of before. We want to make sure that you get that awareness and get a chance to 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 see what it is you're doing. So 
many of these things, the things you can do are pretty obvious. So what I mean by that is if you're looking at the relationship from a place of nitpicking, one of the things you can do is stop bloody nitpicking. You can stop looking for your partner to be perfect. And one of the things for me, I think that you know, if you really want to look at what you can do, is the first thing you can do is, is say, how would I feel if this was being done to me? So if, if you know maybe you maybe it is being done to you, but but if if you're the nitpicker, if you're the scorekeeper, if you're the the one who's constantly regurgitating history, you ask yourself, well, what would it be like for me if if this person was constantly bringing up my history, either my history with them or in past relationships? What would that feel like for me? Because I got to tell you, if you're doing that, there's going to come a time when it will come back at you. There's no doubt about that. So. By getting that place, so now we've got awareness, and the next pe- next position of that is compassion and empathy. Putting yourself in that person's shoes and saying, if somebody did this to me, what would I feel like? And then rather than me giving you this designer tool, yes, do this, do, you know, take this out of the pocket and twiddle it to the left, I mean, rather than that, you can actually design what works for you better. And what I mean by that is, if this was being happened to me, what would I prefer? What would I rather have? How would I rather that somebody dealt with me rather than throwing history at me constantly? Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Good. Um, we've covered a lot of, actually a very lot of viruses and some of the myths throughout these two shows. And, and I really, and I, at the end of the last show, I challenged you, dear listener, to... Really take a look at your relationships and maybe consider one one or many of the viruses you may have had or perpetuated. What do you think, uh, this is for you, Renuka, what do you think um, a person can do, the simplest thing they can do, to improve the quality of their relationships? Do you think there's something that we could give them as a little nugget? Well, um are you talking about in relation to what we've discussed as yeah, far in as viruses to... and, uh, and myths? Certainly that. And anything we can give them that will enhance their relationships and, and beyond even the level of awareness. Well, you know, one of the things that I would like to offer you is that, you know, get, getting to the realization and understanding that you yourself are not perfect. You are perfectly imperfect, and that is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And accepting the, yourself for who you are today rather than making yourself into somebody tomorrow in order to accept yourself. So if, if you accept yourself today with all of the flaws you may or may not have, and working from that premise and not having to become somebody else in order to be in relationship or to uh, maintain the relationship that you're in. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one thing I could offer them. Right. And secondly, that the, the viruses and the myths that we have mentioned in the last two shows are played out by most people so more than likely to some level you have 
entered them into your past or present relationship. Mm -hmm. And that it's not the end of the world. It no. is okay. Now you you can use these uh, these tools to at least become aware of it and see how it's affecting your relationship and how it's actually deteriorating your relationship and not expanding it. Right. And so for me, my last tip on this is, is what I was just talking about around destination in getting to the place of understanding that relationship is not a destination. It's not about you getting a destination of, you know, them will be there and everything's going to work once I'm in this place of I've got it all together. Instead of having that really moving into a place of understanding that relationship is not a destination. It's a process like all of your successes and getting a higher level of success by constantly being willing to grow. And what I would say with that is there's two sides to this coin. One is that it's not all your fault, but you are accountable. So whatever's going on in the relationship, you've got a part to it. And at the same time, it's not all your fault. So really taking a look at what you can do to make all of your relationships better. And again, when we talk about all these relationship viruses, please consider that these are showing up in every relationship you're in, not just your primary romantic relationships. Well, dear listener, remember that you can find us on iTunes and on RadioDove.com. That's R-A-D-I-O-D-O-V.com, where you can click on the show info and you can leave your comments and your feedback about this or any of our shows. Remember to tell your friends that they can also wrap their ears around our big, beautiful signal and subscribe to the show. Again, I want to thank our wonderful producer, Rebecca, and the entire team here at the Accidental Guru Radio Show, and of course... My special thanks go to you. Thanks for being part of this little family and a global movement. Keep telling your friends to tune in and get all our solid success solutions. This is Dov Barron saying, remember to go share something you've learned today on the show today with someone else. Because when you share it, you learn it at a deeper level. As always, remember, time, money, energy, and effort spent investing in your heart, your soul, and your mind is time, money, energy, and effort well spent because it also impacts all of those that you deeply love remember you are a diamond let your light shine it is my belief that each one of you is unique there isn't another one of you on the planet and no one has the right to tell you you're less than magnificent you do deserve to live in a life of affluence and a life that is filled with respectful, deeply loving relationships. I look forward to meeting you in person very soon at one of our live events. Until next time, this is Dov Barron, host of The Accidental Guru, saying thank you for making my world a little better. And again, my special thanks to our guest today, my partner in life and my partner in business, Renuka Barron. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. It's been great and really valuable. We sincerely appreciate it. So to you, dear listener, see you soon. Same time, same place, same channel. It is my belief that each one of you is unique. There isn't another one of you on the planet. And no one has the right to tell you you're less than magnificent. You've been listening to The Accidental Guru with Dov Barron. Join us again next week when Dov will be giving you the competitive edge 
without losing your soul. Same time, same place, same channel. On behalf of Dog Baron, remember, take yourself and life like a shot of tequila. Straight up, live with courage, follow your passion, and stay real.